Welcome to Chasing the Yield. This is Kevin Bay. Episode number 47, supposed to have been April 4th, 2022. I got a little bit behind. been working on projects in the yard, so I was not in a position where I could have recorded anything yesterday. So I will do this today. I'm even late in the day, which I intended on doing this earlier, but, you know, things just don't work out. So we got uh, the end of the first quarter, and things are still up in the air in Russia and Ukraine. That that keeps grinding on. So not not much good news there, is there now? Anyway, uh, I'm I seem to be perpetually distracted by things. Anyway. Uh, I'll try to stop saying anyway at some point. Uh, Reminder, this is a value for value podcast. You can donate by clicking on the red donate button on the website or on the show notes page. It's also um, a podcasting 2.0 compatible podcast. And if you want to learn more about that, go to podcastindex.org and visit newpodcastapps.com to get yourself a brand spanking new shiny modern podcast app. Uh, today, I have not looked at anything today by way of the market. Let's just take a quick look. Okay, uh, Zelensky calls for remo- removing Russia from the screen. Okay, today things are down a bit all across the board. Uh, Dow Jones closed down 0.8%, S&P down 1.26, NASDAQ down 2.26. So a delightful day of that. Uh, Elon Musk yesterday bought 9.2% of Twitter and now is on the board. That's nutty. As if Twitter can be saved. I I just I have my doubts. Uh, moving on to my portfolio news, though, let's just get this going. 3M is going to spend over $160 million for a Belgium plant remediation project. Uh, from the uh, Market Watch, the St. Paul, Minnesota manufacturing conglomerate said the investment is aimed at advancing remedial actions for the Zwinderecht community near the city of Antwerp to address legacy manufacturing and disposal of perfluoro <laughs> I knew I was going to have trouble with this one perfluoroalkyl and plurf- and polyfluoroalkyl substances or PF- PFAS if you can pronounce that let me know PFAS are commonly called forever chemicals because they take so long to break down the toxic family of chemicals has made its way into drinking water and food supplies around the world through a range of sources including industrial operations food packaging and fight firefighting foam 3M last year idled some production at the Zwinderect plant. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm assuming I am. After the Flemish Environmental Agency issued a safety measure barring emissions of the toxic chemicals from the facility, the company had appealed the decision, but Belgian authorities earlier this month rejected the appeal and finalized stricter PFAS pollution standards, keeping the plant partially idled. Excuse me. My throat is dry today. Um, AT&T, uh, two-way trading began yesterday and ended today 
And this is something new to me. So um, there's a, a, I was, that's why I was supposed to do this yesterday because it was time relevant. But uh, the date of the special trading period for AT&T shareholders regarding the spinoff of War, uh, Warner Media. That was yesterday and today. So it ended. And I had intended on selling off the temporary uh, stock unit that they were creating. Uh, but yesterday I just didn't have time. And today I just got uh, distracted by other things and just never got to it. Um, I thought I said a reminder <laughs> to let me know what to do. Um, but apparently that didn't work out. I just I switched phones from my Pixel 3 uh, to an old uh, uh, Apple 10, uh, the small one. Because the USB-C port on my Pixel 3 crapped out. I just replaced the battery on it myself. If I was able to replace that USB-C port, I would do that as well. But um, that's not in the cards. So I've switched phones and um, using all Google services on an iOS device doesn't work well. So I'm still getting used to it. And apparently I screwed up just setting up a, uh, a reminder. So, uh, in any case, um, from their uh, press release, during the two-way trading period, an AT&T shareholder has the option of selling the right, or had the option now, selling the right to receive shares of WBD common stock while retaining shares of AT&T. This option will be available under the temporary NASDAQ symbol WBDWV. Trades under the symbol T. WD and WBDWV will settle after the closing date of the Warner Media Discovery transaction. If the transaction is not completed, all trades made under the temporary symbols will be canceled. So this was an opportunity for me to have divested of the spinoff uh, shares and keeping the cash and probably reinvesting them in AT&T. So now it appears I have to wait until the merger is complete uh, no, transaction, it's not a merger, it's a separation. So un until the transaction is complete, I have to wait to sell things off, and hopefully I didn't screw up uh, or lose a bit of money over that. But what are you going to do? Stuff happens. Uh, Kinder Morgan-backed Ruby Pipeline files for bankruptcy. Out of the Wall Street Journal, the Houston-based natural gas pipeline company filed for bankruptcy voluntarily in the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Wilmington, Delaware. Ruby, directly owned by Ruby Investment Company, LLC, listed assets and liabilities of as much as $1 billion each, according to the court filing. U.S. pipelines have been challenged by cheap Canadian gas recently. Ruby had about $90 million in cash at the end of last year and wasn't expected to repay roughly $475 million of the senior notes due on April 1, 2022, according to Fitch Ratings. Microsoft. Microsoft is now the darling of Washington, D.C., um, another story in the Wall Street Journal, when a congressional committee was preparing to publicly interrogate the CEOs of the four tech giants in 2020, Microsoft President Brad Smith, whose employer was on the hot seat, gave the lawmakers a private briefing. When Australia proposed a law to force Facebook and Google to pay for news articles, Mr. Smith endorsed it and offered Microsoft's Bing as an alternative, as if it's a viable alternative. When the U.S. considered similar legislation, I say that with love because I do own Microsoft stock. That's the only reason why this story is being reported by me. 
Uh, when the U.S. considered similar legislation, he went to Washington to testify in front of Congress to show his support. Mr. Smith, a Microsoft veteran of almost 30 years and president for seven, has maneuvered his company to an enviable position in a regulatory environment that is increasingly hostile toward tech titans. Once an antitrust pariah itself, Microsoft is now widely seen by regulators as the friendly party among today's top tech companies. A status government officials and Microsoft insiders say flows largely from Mr. Smith's cultivation of friends in Washington. Uh, I mean, I, I suppose it's good for Microsoft stockholders, um, you know, a favorable position and um, favorable contacts in Washington, D.C. and other governments abroad um, can only help help the company. Uh, my portfolio update last week, uh, my low yield portfolio was down 3.05%. And for the month, it's still up 0.32%. For the year, it's still down 3.76%. My medium yield portfolio last week was up uh, 0.58%. For the month, it's up 2.62%. And for the year, it's in positive territory, finally 1.08%. The high yield portfolio is up uh, last week 0.24%. For the month, up 4.33%. And for the year, up 8.37%, which is good because last year was not a good year for that portfolio. <clears throat> even though I started it last April, I'm almost a year in now. So I'm probably about even uh, when it comes to um, the the total value of that portfolio. I didn't didn't win, didn't lose yet. Um, I mean, one year is not really much to, to go off of anyway. Um, I... On the um, on my dividends received for the week, I had a whole slew that came in from my low yield portfolio, and you know I started posting those because really it's part of the dividends that I receive, but it's not anything that winds up in my pocket. So I think um, for now I will leave them on the website, but I'm not going to bother talking about them in the podcast because it's not really relevant to um, what uh, my purposes of living off of the dividends. So since those I cannot access right now, I'm not even going to bother with them. Uh, so I'll start with uh, T. Rowe Price. They paid out $72. Oak Tree Specialty Lending paid $459.04. Capital Southwest paid $108.96. Public Storage paid $60. Aries Capital paid $209.58. Pepsi paid $66.65. Eversource Energy paid $65.66. SLR Investments paid $215.66. Genuine Parts paid $71.60. Eastman paid $69.16. Coca-Cola paid $70.84. Community Trust Bank Corp paid $81.20. And MDU Resources paid $62.86. In dividend events, there was only one. It was OZK. Uh, they announced their next dividend of $0.31 cents per share, which was a 3.3% increase over their previous payout. Um, now that spring is in full swing, we're into April, um, time is flying by super fast. Super fast. I'm, I'm almost up to... 52 episodes, which would be a year. And I, I can't, I've, I've got to go back and look at what date that I started doing this. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to a year now, which is weird 
that I've done that many. I, I know I'm at, this is episode 47, so I'm almost, almost on 52, which is 52 weeks worth, but I know I've skipped a couple in between. Um, just a reminder, it's Podcasting 2.0 Compatible Podcast. It means if you're listening to this on a new podcast app, you'll have access to transcripts, chapters, and chapter images. Go to newpodcastapps.com to download and support independent apps. Go to podcastindex.org and support Podcasting 2.0. This is also a Value for Value podcast, so if you are using one of those new apps that support the Value for Value uh, model, you'll be able to stream uh, Bitcoin micropayments and send boosts with messages. I am not a registered investment advisor, broker, or dealer. I may have positions in any financial instrument product or company mentioned on the website or the podcast. Information provided by the website or the podcast is provided for information and entertainment purposes only. This was a quick 14 minutes worth of entertainment. Uh, (laughs) This is not intended as advice or recommendation or an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or financial instrument. All opinions are based upon sources believed to be accurate and are provided in good faith. No warranty, representation, or guarantee expressed or implied is made as to the accuracy of the information contained herein. Please contact an investment professional if you have any questions. Uh, let's see. For me, for questions and comments, you can contact me at mail at chasingtheyield.com. I also have links to uh, Twitter and Facebook on the website. I also put at the very top of the site, let me see if I can show it here. If you're on YouTube right now, you can see this. Put a little QR code, which is my uh, Bitcoin address. So if you wish to just send me a few Bitcoin, you can do that too. Well, not not a few Bitcoin. That would be nice. Uh, about 120 grand. But, uh, you know, if you want to send a little something, a little fraction here and there, if you got a little extra somewhere, you can feel free to do that. Um, but that is it for this week. I will try to get back on track and hopefully get this done on Monday of next week. So until then, have a good week. Bye-bye.